future. I'm concerned about my children's future. But my belief in this country, my faith in Jesus Christ have compelled me to speak now. We are a nation of laws. If you care about America, let's take care of our country. This is the responsibility of the government. We have seen people in government being very selfish all over the country who just care about themselves. But I believe that we need people who care for the flag, who care for our military, who care for our police officers. The American people have finally woken up and they're speaking loud. God bless you and God bless the United States of America. Good morning, everybody. We have a great show coming up. I hope you guys are blessed and going to have a great day wherever you are in our country, the greatest country of Mother Earth, United States, and the rest of the world. You guys come from all over the planet and, uh, and listen and watch us every day, and I appreciate that we're getting stronger and bigger. I have a good friend of mine. We're going to talk some good stuff today. We're going to have a good chat. I want you guys to listen, and um, yeah. We love you guys, so we do this for you, and we just want to spread nothing but the truth, uh, so help us God. So he doesn't need an introduction because he's the best. He's one of the best. You know him. If you don't know him, you got to be living under a rock. I don't know where, but uh, you know him. The whole planet knows him. So let's welcome my good friend. I'm concerned about Let's get my good friend right here who is waiting on the sideline, and I'm going to introduce him right now. Welcome, my friend. How are you, Dean? How you doing, pal? Hey, brother, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. I mean, listen, uh, we're so blessed to be here, right? In this planet, on this greatest country, the best United States. How you feel about that? I thank God every single morning when I wake up. Uh, no question about it. I realized how blessed uh, we are to be here. I thank God every day for for the the incredible blessings I've been given, um, which are too many to count. And uh, I try to give back whenever I can because of those gifts. I mean, um, it's everything from my, my family and health. And I, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And then to be born in the United States is like winning the international lottery. There's no question. Isn't that the truth, man? I, I've known this guy, everybody, for a long time. A great respect. We're good buddies. Uh, we go way back. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's not about all that. It's about just uh, being real with each other and have dignity and honesty and, and, and trying to be a better person. I have great respect for him. I mean, he's a, he also is involved with the law enforcement. He's, a, he's, 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 he's there. He's, he's, he's risking his life. I mean, um, I have great respect. You know, thank you for your service, my friend. Um, how you doing? How's, how's living over there in Cali, man? What's going on over there? What the <laughs> heck is going on? <laughs> Outside of the politics, uh, it's beautiful. The weather's always great, but uh, we've got some, obviously, some real problems here in California that uh, that need to be addressed. The homeless, you know, almost half the homeless population in the entire United States is here in California. Um, huge problems there. Obviously, um, uh, the highest tax rate of just about anywhere, business and personal. So th those are huge numbers. Uh, gas tax, everything else. I mean, so the policies I'm not a fan of here in California, but it's tough to beat the weather. You know, and I was raised here, so it's hard for me to consider leaving. But it, it's, it's funny, as a parent, you'll get this too, because my son's 22 years old now, and he's heard me bitch about these things long enough, and he is in school in North Carolina. <laughs> he said to me, he goes, Dad, you know, we don't have to live in California. Yeah. And I was just taken aback by that because this is home. I live in this incredibly gorgeous place in Malibu. I overlook the ocean. That's all I see. I mean, it's just, it's ideal. I've, it's my favorite house I've ever been in my lifetime. 
but I and I never considered even the uh, the concept that I might move out until right. my son was like, you know what, Dad? Yeah, because to listen to you talk, Dad, it doesn't sound like you're happy with a lot of the things that are going on there. And I was like, you know what? Let me stop and reflect for a second. You got a point, kid. So uh, are you thinking um, about it? You well thinking about it. Are you yeah, thinking about? It? Oh boy. <laughs> There's a lot of thoughts because, you know. See, you're a lot more patient than I am because you have a lot more patience. I can stand it. I can stand it hanging out with these actors and celebrities and all these fools over there lying to your face and, 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 and pretending that they live in this life that is not. You know, a lot of big, big shots over there, a lot of people that make a lot of money, all the studio actors, you know, they walk around, they drive around in their phantoms and expensive cars and all that, and they live around trash. They live around garbage. And they... they, they, they show you this lifestyle that is not even real. And you're like, what about California? Like you said, California is one of the most beautiful states, if not weather-wise, around. You have the beaches, you have the mountains, you have everything you need, the air, everything, right? It's perfect all year, even in August, in the hottest times, it's perfect. But then you have these people that over the years, and including the entertainment world, the world that we're in, that is acting this way, that is just crazy to me because it's like, you spend all this money, you appreciate the place, you want to work there, you want to live, you talk a big game of California, and then you get off the plane at LAX and you go down to Venice Beach and you see people living on the street, the smell, disgusting and all that stuff. I'm like, all right, so explain something to me, all right? What is going on here? Tell it how it is, because you still live there and you got, I mean, listen, you got more patience than me. I can't, I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, you know, last year I think was the first year in the history of California where there was a, 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 a negative immigration numbers more people left than came in or um, yep. maybe maybe it's a year before but in the last couple of years it's incredible how many people and how many businesses are moving out of california because of the unfavorable tax situation because of the homeless crisis because of the things that these the, the onerous regulations even on schools and things of that nature gavin newsom is not my favorite governor by a long shot you're in florida i would take ron DeSantis so fast here in california oh, yeah. it would be amazing to see what uh, what his kind of leadership would do here in, in California, I would I would embrace the heck out of it. But you know, yeah. I live in Malibu, so the homeless crisis isn't all over me. It's around. It's in areas that are nearby to me, which it hasn't been before. Yeah, because Malibu is situated in a place. If everybody doesn't know, Malibu is like they're very narrow roads. You got the hills. You got the beach. People cannot. But if you go down to Santa Monica, oh god, you know, if you go down to Venice Beach, after that, even Marina del Rey and Playa del Rey right now is, and it keeps going down south too as well. You have people literally living there. Yep. And you are going there with your family. You're, you want to shop okay. around. You can't. Won't go there. You won't go there. You won't go there. Yeah. Why would I want to be surrounded by, you know, 65 tents? And, a, and, and listen, I, it's not that I'm looking at those people and going, you know, ah, get out of my face. No, of course there, not. There should, there, there, there humanity, the humanity of having to have them live there and do those things. Now, there should be. Michael Schellenberger ran for governor here in California. He actually got my vote uh, in, the, in the primary. He has real solid plans and ideas to how to solve and tackle homelessness. We're not dealing with it here. And no. it's, it's, and it's Or crime. No. I think Alex, Alex Villanueva, our sheriff here, I think he wants to deal with it. But I think he's being hamstrung by the city council, Absolutely. by the governor, by the mayor. And so it's, it's a real weird situation. And I, listen, brother... I, November 8th is not far away, and I'm just praying that we right the ship and start cleaning up some of these ridiculous policies. You know, and, what's, and what's sad about California, Dean, is that the fact that the, you know, because I ran, I know how it works, 
I ran for a federal government office, okay? It's like the worst kind, especially in California. And you get to see Sacramento, you get to see D.C. in a whole different light. These people are truly evil. They truly are evil and money-hungry, and that is it. Selfishness to the highest level. Because they live and they round these cities right to the ground. And in our Constitution, people should read this, because, you know, our laws on the books are the best in the world on the books. You know, and, and, and the law says the American people are the first. You know, there's God. God gives you the right, right? Then the people make the decisions to elect the people in the state, because it's the United States of America, and then it goes into a federal but it's the other way around. It's like it's the other way around. They control everything and the people are the last to pay. I mean, they pay a lot, but they're the last to actually get something in return whatsoever. You guys are being taxed. All the businesses that you were talking about, they left California and they're not coming back. They're not coming back at all. And they're also being taxed twice. They're being taxed in California for actually having the business there. And the policies actually allow you to be taxed there and also if you're out of state. So people like Mark Wahlberg and all these folks are like leaving right away because they have businesses, production companies. I'm sure you do too. You're like, oh, wait a second here. I'm paying 50-some percent already, 60-some percent already. Then my retirement is being taken away. I don't even see it like, oh, they took another $1,000 here and $1,000 here. For what? Oh, to clean the city or build roads or whatever the heck they're going to do. And then you're like, oh, wait a second. I made $100,000 and I have like $10,000 left. I can't, you know what I mean? It's like, and you have a family, you have schools, you have gasoline, like you said. Roads are all broken. If you buy an expensive car in California, it'll be gone. Small rims and all that, it's done. Hollywood, all those roads are failing. Malibu is a mess. I mean, after the mudslides, you guys have to deal with, like, you're stuck in there. So, but there's nobody coming to the rescue. And like you said, this time around, you hope that there is a movement of, a, like, you know, because Democrats are leaving the party too, bro. I mean, they're like... I don't, this is enough. I went as far as I could and, uh, and I'm done, right? Is that how it goes? At a certain point, I mean, the, the inflation is insane. So when Biden gets up there and talks about like, oh my gosh, you know, I haven't raised taxes one penny, not one penny on people who make under $400,000. My friend, inflation is a tax on everybody and real uh, inflation numbers has it up about 13, 14%. Yeah. You are, and then, you know, your 401k is worth 25% less. Mm -hmm. If you're a retiree, you're an older uh, a pensioner. If you see it, if you're going to even if, see it. If you get this, because he's just, you know, every time they print money and throw money at that, inflation goes up, up, up. Up, up. Your dollar, the worth of your dollar goes down, and it's just they're they're doing it on purpose. It's this so simple, yeah, this exactly. Isn't, this isn't some mistake. They're doing it on purpose. It's going to bite him in November. I, I, I hope and pray that it does, because like I said earlier, we need to right the ship. But let me ask you something, because you're, you know, you're around the Hollywood, or at least you see them, or you're, maybe you get to see them a lot more than me. I just had enough. But I'm just saying, these folks over there, seeing the situation realistically, seeing how bad it is and how it's been, really, I mean, now we're going to a whole new level, they still feel like, oh, yeah, that's my guy, Biden. I voted for him. I'm proud. Yeah, he's still my guy. I still think it's so. Do they still feel that way? Is that how it goes? You know, it doesn't even go down to come down to Biden. It comes down to their hate for Trump. Still? More, more, more often than, seriously, Dude. more often than anything else that I ever hear, you know, when they start coming at me, I talk policy. Right. You talk, I'll talk policy all day long. Um, I don't need to pick on Biden and his gaffes, which are tremendously, there are a lot of them, or the things that he said in the past. I don't have to pick on that because I can look at the policies and go, look, right. here's the policies I don't like and here's why. Right. And the same thing with President Trump. Here's the policies I do like and here's why. And so when they, they, but they can't, the conversations I have 
people cannot get they get past. mad right they get mad and they, they get confrontational they get they're like well how can you support trump he's just blah 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 blah. i'm like wait a minute let's talk about the border let's talk border policy and i'll tell you why i think this border policy should be in place and right. why this shouldn't let's do that and they go back and to trump we find that we're way closer aligned but they but they get angry and why 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 are they so angry at, at Trump? Let's face, like, even if you ask him, because it gets dumber and dumber. But let's let's just go down this road. <laughs> let's just go. Down. Oh, let's go down God. the road. Why not? It's like yellow brick road, guys. So let's play the dumb game. All right. So why don't you like him? What what has he done to you? And what do they say? They just go back to the racist and the whole. Oh, he's use, a racist jerk. He, uh, the know, usual stuff. He didn't pay anybody. He's a womanizer. He says grab him by the you know blah blah blah. All these things. Listen. But these people are educated. I mean, we're talking about high celebrities who make millions of dollars, who, who have performed beautifully, who have done amazing films, who are educated. They seem, Do you think that the life that they have as performers... said a lot worse things than, than President Trump did on, on, on tape, by the way, too. Right. No, of course. And so, But these people that, that are feeling this way, they have this just one way, and that's it. I'm not going to even look or even uh, pretend that I even care about anything that makes logic anymore. Do you think that is because they're hypocrites or ignorance? What, what is it? Because at some point, you know, if you're surrounded by shit around and you have everything around you, like in San Francisco, you go down California Street. I was disgusted when I walked down there. I'm like, this is a beautiful, used to be a beautiful city. I used to go to San Francisco, bro, every weekend. I used to Gorgeous. love, now I can't even step. You know why? Because I can't see it fall apart. It's like seeing a beautiful, like, LA, same place, you know, and so these celebrities that drive around in this world, and there's the real world, the Matrix, and all this stuff, and then there is the La La Land, the studios, the parties, and all this other thing. Don't they see reality at some point and go, wait a second, this has gone too far? I think most of them live within that little bubble. They live behind those gated, you know, communities, and they, they have that protection. They have armed security. They are driven to, or, they, or, they're, or they're taken care of. There's you know, they don't, they don't have to see it. They don't live in it. They're not around it all the time because I don't think anybody, the number one thing you have to have when you're raising a family and you're living in a home is safety. You want to know that you're safe. Absolutely. It's not that safe out there these days. You know, it helps me. You know, I'm, I'm glad that I'm a sworn sheriff's deputy. You know, I, I can protect my home and my family and things of that nature, but not Thank everybody God. can. And the California gun laws don't even start me on that. Um, and what they're trying to do here. Uh, no. It's crazy. You know what else they're going to do? They want their, it's actually on the ballot this year. What is it? They want to tax income over anybody who makes uh, uh, over $2 million in income. They want to add an additional tax. For what? For, that. for which one it's is it? A wealth tax. Basically. Oh, the wealth tax. Yeah. They want to kick up socialism. the rate for them. That's socialism. 100%. So, so you can only make so much. You know, I encourage people to do as well as you can. And I applaud you. And I want to be like you. That's how it should be. That's how it okay, should it's be. It's a meritocracy. Well done. And then you know who ends up giving back the most? The people who are the most. Why? Because they work hard. They want to spend money. That's when the economy is the best. Is when you make money, you go home, and you're like, oh, man, I did well today. Tomorrow I'm going to spend every minute. Because we want to spend in our country. We always. That's what this country was built on, this economy. I mean, in California, they have that uh, that thing that they, all the stuff that they passed. But one about the gun, talking about guns, because I, I still have my CCW from California. And it, there's only two counties you could have a CCW carry conceal is uh, Orange County, uh, maybe if you're lucky. And then Thousand Oaks, Ventura County, which is where sure. I used to live, right? Because I knew the sheriff, I know the police force, and, you know, I trained with them and all that good stuff. But now they implemented all these other laws. Like, you have to have, you can't get bullets from another, you know, like, all these taxes on bullets, and you have to have a car to buy bullets. And, you know, 
it's just the the idiocy that they had come up with about this whole Second Amendment and this whole this all this guns and people don't understand because they're not educated. I feel that way. If you're not educated and you talk because uh, Tom Hanks said it or Barbara Streisand said it, it doesn't make you a smart person. It's actually you're following the, the sheep follows another sheep and so forth, and they fall off the off the cliff. And uh, I hope you're right that you know. I mean to run in a political office where you live as a conservative is, is quite like close to impossible, my friend, because what they do there is they, they program everything to already win. Like they have so much money laundering, so many people spending money left and right and giving money to these people and taking money from the party and giving it to them and having these you know parties that raise millions of dollars, whereas there's homeless people outside. When they were raising money for Hillary, I remember $25,000 a table, $50,000 for here, fifty, and they paid it. And like, you see all the celebrities, the Kardashians and all these people, Two-Face, you know, they say, hey, um, I love children, I'm a Christian, but I'm going to vote for Hillary who's going to kill 1,000 to 1,500 unborn babies every single day. That makes sense. I believe in God. It's my God. It's her God too. It's, it's crazy to me that the entertainment business, which was mainly we're talking about John Wayne, Robert Mitchum time. That was conservative, my friend. Remember those days when we worked on Warden Brothers on your show on Lewis and Clark? We were talking about God and love and patriotism. And like, it's like, that's all it meant. Like America is the greatest back then. Remember, we talked about America like we're the best filmmakers. We're, where's that now? Where's that? Well, it's gone into this globalist idea of... of you know, it's even like, let's just take Superman, for example. Yeah. They've lost that phrase, truth, justice, in the American way. Now, I didn't say that on my show. I wasn't right. I did write episodes of the show. But when we first did that, that first season, when we first talked about it, it was Lois going like, well, you know, you fight for truth and justice. I'm like, yeah, okay, truth, justice, that sounds good. We didn't say the American way. But I've always, that's always the way I've heard it. That's the way I love it. That's the way I believe it. And then it became truth, justice, and a, and a better tomorrow because we're so globalist, we're all encompassing. I think American values, the American way, is so important and that's why everybody flocks here because you have individual freedom you have the freedom of the individual you have the ability to compete in the marketplace fairly that's what we're losing that these days you Very have the ability to make money you know earn a living and and therefore create more jobs and, and that's what everybody wants to do that's why everybody is jumping across the border you know are walking across the border right now and trying to get here because it's not because they're you know they're trying to apply for asylum they're not running away from gangs and things like this they're coming here because they want to have the economic opportunities that we have here in the united they states they want to work they want to work they want to work, want to work. very and, and listen i applaud that but let's do it legally that, that yeah. falls on congress congress needs to do full uh, immigration overhaul they know it they just won't do it they keep kicking the can down the road well the road my friend, it's full, and it's full of people crossing the border. So let's get it done. It's been so hard. I mean, remember, you know, the four years that Trump ran this country as best as he could, and we were doing fantastic economically and so many other things. The list goes on. We don't have to talk about that. But we were doing better in those four years. And look how hard it was for him and everybody else who supported this way of life. Hard it was. Every day we were attacked. Now that they got him out and they won an illegitimate election— because that wasn't, Biden did not win anything in his entire life. Like, if you look at his political career for the last 150,000 years, this man has never won anything. Has never won, unless it was because Obama helped him, or because Hillary, or because this, or because, but he never won anything. 
And so he actually destroyed everything. And so now they put him in power. He just stands there, says a few things, messes up on saying all the... He's like, he can't even read. He can't even function. He's the leader of the free world. He's protecting us from evil. Can you believe it? But he's evil himself because the party... And when it comes up, you know, I see like The Rock or I see these people who are worth millions of dollars. I mean, we're talking about 100 million followers. They can make... They, if they stop working right now, they're fine. They're good to go for the rest of their lives. And they're bright people. Like I've talked to... You know, I've talked to the guys, I've talked to the Tom Hanks, I've talked to the De Niro's, the Brad Pitt's, the Tom Cruise, just conversations. And you see that they're bright people. And I always go back to, if you're bright and you know what's going on, really, I mean, you know how to put one and two together and be successful and work hard on something. How could you not see the difference of what is going on here with the woke agenda, with all these things, reaching our children, giving permission to our children to go, hey, I want to change my sex, change. I, I, I don't feel like I'm a girl today. I don't feel like I'm a boy today, and I want to I wanna try something, Dad and Mom, uh, or, or, you know, let's do it. And so this is what's going on. It's like they're, they're, and that's so dangerous, don't you think? And so these celebrities that are promoting this, what is going on? And is it, is it become where, like, there's nothing left in their brain? Like, there's nothing left, Dean. I don't know what else to do. They need psychological I help. I think it's a pendulum. I think the pendulum is going to swing back. Yeah. Because things have gone so far in one direction. And listen... The, the 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 building block the unit is the family and yeah. and for those who are attacking the family unit I, I don't understand that you know i'm a single father i raised my son on my own um, um hardest thing i ever did greatest thing i ever did changed right. my whole career to do it and all the values and the things that i instilled upon him i try to live those out in my life service to others that's why i'm a police officer that's why i'm a sheriff's uh, deputy um he sees me travel around the world and do things in all these different countries charitable things and give my time and he sees how much it takes from me um he sees where my concerns are for people every day on the street i, I treat people with respect even if i don't agree with them sure. and he looks at all these these things and I, so i am his 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 role model and i and i cherish that i've raised a wonderful young man with great strong values i am super proud of that that's awesome i i, I hope and, and the kids that i talk to in his age range yeah he's 22 years old he's a senior in college they seem to have their heads on straight but they go to high point university in north carolina it's considered a pretty conservative school in the sense that you know there are american flags everywhere the president of the university nino Quibain, is a is an immigrant from you know lebanon or somewhere and uh he has worked his tail off it's all about hard work positive motivation those sorts of things which are all the values that i think are intrinsically american and 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 special here and at all the things that I support and continue to support. When I get into one-on-ones with, 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 a, with, with some of these folks you're talking about, it's rare that you get into these, into these, uh, these, 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 these points or these discussions because it, it makes perfect sense that you care for others. <clears throat> but see, the, the idea of big government, I think a lot of them get, you know, in that they get intoxicated with hanging out with the, with the president and the folks and all the, the, the world of power there mm -hmm. and you can make policy. When you make policy and all of a sudden you've just given $382 billion to something. The, the numbers are just like what and they realize that, Oh my God, there's that power. And so they sort of count out to it. I've met plenty of presidents and, 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 and I know tons of senators and Congress people. Some are fantastic, especially the, the former military folks that I know that are, that are in, in office guys like Brad Wenstrup and people like that are just, Wonderful. He's the he's actually the doctor who helped save Steve Scalise on the baseball field when that deranged 
that deranged right. shooter shot up the uh, congressional baseball um, game yeah. practice, the Republican practice, um, who was spurred on by the you know the the Southern Poverty the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is I mean like don't even start me on those guys. They're yeah. they're they're frightening in their own right. But some of these people are really wonderful. But I I just don't know. I just think that people won't. There's the bigger thing about not having a conversation. Like we're doing right now, we're having a conversation. Right. I like that. And I think people need to do more of that when they disagree with one another. Yeah, example, I think... Sean uh, Penn yeah. and I grew up together. Yeah. I couldn't be diametrically opposed any more uh, politically than, than, than I am with Sean. But he's family to me. Yeah. We grew up together. Our, our parents were best friends. His mother just recently passed. Broke my mom's heart. You know, um, um, but so how's Sean? Have you talked to him recently since this whole thing started? Have you seen him like in the last few not years? Not since he went to Ukraine. No, I just run into him here in Malibu now and again, and we don't really take the time to get into those conversations. We really haven't in a long time. Yeah, you just so, say hi to each other and move on. Yeah, yeah. Say hi and how's your family and everybody and God bless you and those sorts of things. And um, but you know, but if we got into it, I don't think we'd be very far apart. Hmm. Yeah. I, I really don't. And, he cares about people. He does. I, I've talked to Sean. Yeah, I mean, he. that's what I'm saying. They care about people, but I guess the direction that they, they go about it, it might be uh, a little blindsided, you know, just kind of like because the, the pressure of this business, I think, also, because if you make it to a certain degree to higher power, to a place where most people, you know, don't because it's, it's one of a kind. You're against so many people, so many things, and... And but you make it, so you get yourself to that place, and I guess it's it's worth more than uh, than fighting for everything else because it's it's that important, and so you don't want to lose it. You don't want to lose your status. You know, we, we see uh, Kanye West, uh, yeah, now is yeah, you know, and he's speaking his mind, and the way he's been ridiculed, this guy, left and right. I mean, like. You have Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis goes on TV, and this lady says, "Oh, I hope they take his kids away." I mean. It's, it's, it's to a point where, and you, like, I want to ask you about making films and, and actually getting productions off the ground and things like, how hard has it been uh, since you've been out as a conservative in, in that world to raise money, to, to, to work with other actors? I mean, because it seems like Hollywood is so political about everything. It is, it is. Uh, I've been very blessed in that sense. I know a lot of, uh, a lot of folks... Um, I've been I've been reached across the aisle too, and uh, recently on a show I can't talk about it yet, but I I did a show which was someplace from the political left really, and they came to me, Good. Uh, maybe because they feel like I'm somewhat reasonable. I don't know. Yeah, but it was great working with them. Wonderful, fantastic people. Enjoyed that. I always say this, like you know, even like Rob Reiner. Yeah, I, I like Rob personally. When I talk to him, we're very friendly to one another. I think his movies are fantastic. I love I love his films, but I just don't agree with him politically. And and I would work with Rob Reiner tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I don't know if Rob would work with me. I hope he would. So you had you had conversation with Rob about uh, oh, sure. and <laughs> because well, he, he's a yeah. I've seen him a few times, and one time, the first time I met Rob, we were we were both addressing the Democratic National Government, uh, the Governors Association. Oh wow! And because uh, I'm you know I'll, I'm an independent. I'll so am to, I. So am I, buddy. I'll talk to anybody. Of course. You a group, I'll go talk to them. Sure. I may not agree with them, but I'll, I'll state my opinion. Sure. And so I was there with him, and it was great. We had a great time. I really enjoyed talking to him. He was casting LBJ, and I went and met with him on that. And I said, look, we clearly don't agree politically, but I have great respect for your filmmaking ability. And, sure. And I think that, you know, having folks from the other side of the aisle is probably a good idea, even a film like this, because it's, it's about a politician. You know, and so on and so forth. You know, I didn't get the job, but it's happy to have the conversation. And, you know, I've, I've addressed him on social media saying, I disagree with what you're saying here, but I try to do it respectfully. I try to set that right. example. 
Now, every once in a while, I'll slip up and have to give someone the bird. But that, you know, nobody's perfect. We all know we're no, no human being is perfect. No, especially when you're dealing with insanity. It's kind of like dealing with a little kid who's just frantic and running around wanting everything. I want everything. You know, and you're like, ah, you can't have it. I want everything screaming in your ear. And you're like, all right, I'm patient, but not that patient. Not that patient. Because. Uh, listen, it doesn't matter how big you are. You're The Rock, you're, you're Mark Wahlberg, you're Tom Cruise. You say something, you're Kanye West. You say something they agree with, oh, you're the greatest. They say you say something they don't, cancel. Dave Chappelle, you know, there's certain yeah. people, yeah. you know, uh, Tim Allen. Yeah. Um, that, I, that I say. Roseanne, remember what happened to her? She got canceled, which is insane because there's been a lot worse done than what she said. She didn't say anything. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, she was, can you believe it? I mean, working on a show that long, I mean, you're pretty much the face, the name of the show. You are, it's like, there is no role. That's it. That's it. That's the name. And so, and, and you get rid of her like over like 24 hours. I mean, she puts something out. It goes out in the world. You're fired. Like there's not even a question. There's not even a debate. Nothing. You're gone after all this time. That is like communism. It's like, it's like the IRS coming next year. 80,000 people. Um, 87,000. Oh, 87. Sorry. I, I, yeah, I'll up. 87,000. Oh, forgive me. Yeah, well, 87,000 people. They're going to come and they're going to be armed because by law, they can be armed. Every one of them can be armed when they knock at your door. That should worry you extremely. That should be a big worry, especially for small businesses who, by the way, are dealing with inflation like we were just talking about, who are dying every day. So where's the IRS going to go? They're not going to go to Apple. They're not going to go to Google. They're going to go to the liquor store. They're going to go to the small business over here who's working their asses off, and they're going to knock at the door and going to say, oh, you didn't pay this. Pay it now. Oh, you don't want to? You're, you're going under. You're going to be arrested right now. We're, let's go. See ya. And we'll take your business. And we'll take your business. Your business and we, will be and we'll shut close down. close it down. Yeah. yeah. You're not gonna, we're not going to rebuild it and make it better or anything like that. We're going to close it down. We're going to take away this very, very important business in this area. It's gone. It's, and it's, it's gone forever. They don't... They, it, it, when they do things, when they put these things into law, um, and there's a lot of... Away. There's no tax that's no. ever been instituted no. that went away. No. No. Income tax, it was supposed to be for World War II or something like Oh, yeah. it, 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 it didn't go away. No. It's bigger and bigger, baby. There's more taxes in California, I think, uh, anywhere in the world. I think is the most, it's the most. I mean, you go, you go, you, I make my money. I make my dollar. Yeah. I, I would make my son breakfast, right? And then I, yeah. like, I made the breakfast and it's beautiful. I set it from him and then I, it looks good. So I, I would take a bite. I'd go tax. What is that? What is that? And he got mad. Finally. I said, yeah, what is that? Why do you do that? I said, tax, tax. Do you, do you understand taxes? And he's like, no, yeah. but you yeah. eat some of my food. Yeah, that's right. When dad take, when, dad, when I make a dollar, how much money do you think I get? He goes, a mm -hmm. dollar. I go, no. Yeah. I go, I get less than the dollar. I get less than half of that dollar. You know, people don't understand. When you have money, when you, t when you actually look at the paper, and now they want to get rid of the dollar, but that's another story. But let's say you have the dollar. Control where the, everything is. Right, control everything. So the money that you have in your, in your hand came from somewhere, goes to you, and it goes somewhere else. That's just how it goes. It just kind of goes like that. So you're actually, you're making money. But then when it stops into you, you got to give it to who? The government. So then it's, it's, it's basically, you don't have a chance to breathe. Basically, you get it and it's gone. And, and then you would think, well, okay, 
you took everything uh, because I can't survive on this. Um, what do you do with it? And they do nothing. So it makes it even worse. It's taking it away, keeping it in their pocket, making the state of California, New York, and all these other states more bankrupt. I think it's $200 billion. I don't know the number. Who cares? It's billions. And then they spend $180 billion in California every year. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that, Dean? 180 billion homelessness. And you just told me that there's more homeless. Like when you get off LAX, there's people sleeping everywhere. That's 180 bill. And you could actually build a whole new planet with that. It's, it's, it's crazy to me that people don't stop and go, who's paying for this? Who's paying for this party? Uh, you, you're paying for the lobster. You're paying for this. Everybody's eating good and everybody's enjoying. But it's really not that. It doesn't look that way. It's actually, uh, who's paying for this? <laughs> numbers are astronomical when you look at the numbers that are that are out there that they spend on things well if you want something done ineffectively and 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 with wrought with fraud and abuse have the have the government do it it's the worst my buddy used to run um a government agency uh, it had i think it had 170 people that worked within that agency i won't name the agency or my friend but my friend said to me this entire department should be run by it should be three people mm -hmm. that's what it should be this yeah. is government at work it should be three people it would be 10 times more effective things would get done right now and people would benefit absolutely Instead, there's 170 people and i can't tell you what 167 of them do <laughs> the the transportation uh, department in downtown la uh the county that i mean they, they take care of the county of los angeles transportation i think the transportation department gets paid like, I think the head of that department gets paid over $250,000 guarantee every year, plus a staff of 50 people. Retirement, insurance, all, everything. Everything, right? Just that department alone, which is like crap. I mean, this is probably the worst. I think uh, South Africa, you know, the third world countries of any kind do better. They do better because, like you said, they have less people and they actually take care of the job and they actually don't want... The, the crime or the same thing to go over and do, you know, what's the point? It's like, you can stop it, stop it, move on to the next, right? No, it's keep building more trash. And it's crazy to me that, you know, we live in a society where we're being like pushed to believe this, this narrative that goes nowhere. And what I'm afraid of is the next generation because me and you, we're good, man. We, we, we had the life and we're blessed. We know what is right, what is wrong. I hope we do. We do. We know we can see it. But these next, next generation, uh, I don't know, they're lost. What do, you, what do you say about that? How do we help them? Well, fortunately, I look at my son's generation, and I see some good folks in there. Yeah. And, I, and again, like my son has a good, a good head on his shoulders. He's 22 years old. I feel like it is a pendulum, though. I feel like there's going to be a group, and I, I, I love the, you know, the Turning Point USA and Charlie Kirk's group there that goes to universities and talks to people and challenges ideas. I mean, you're supposed to be challenged in college. That's the whole idea. That's where you're supposed to go in there be challenged, be able to have a free exchange of ideas. And a lot of universities, Princeton University, my alma mater, is one that, that hasn't been doing that. And I see schools that do that, and it drives me up the wall. You know, it's all about diversity, equity, and inclusion, unless you don't have the same, unless you don't have the right opinion. Then the diversity But they don't want to debate anybody. I mean, you can see it now in Arizona with Carrie Lake. Um, the, we the, both the, know her. We have, yeah, I mean, the, nobody wants to debate anybody because they know they're going to lose every single debate. Well, the idea of not, well, that's the that's the Joe Biden basement strategy that a lot of people have said. Well, he did it in one, 
So yeah. I'm going to well. do that and, and try to win. At least I've seen a couple of debates. That made me happy. Well. Uh, you know, seeing Herschel out there debating yeah. Warnock one time, you know, and because that was forced. That was it was it was like you had to do it. Like you have to show up because the the entire state wants you to show up. So when they push you, but most of the times they don't want to do it. Even when I was running, uh, my opponent never never wanted to debate me. I, I I asked her to debate me like I don't know many times. I said forget it, forget it. It's it's crazy. The debater it's a wonderful tool and should be out there. And we should be able to ask hard questions um, of our politicians because they serve the people ultimately. But, but they, they lie to the I, American people. Of course they do. They lie all the time. I mean, that's the whole politicians lie. And, and, and we're supposed to be suspect of them. We should be suspect of our politicians. We should make them prove and be transparent. And, you know, they're supposed to be serving those, the life of service. I don't like career politicians to begin with. No. If that's all you've ever done, Joe Biden, ever done. what job has he ever had? None. He's never had a job. And he's changed his position 37 times <laughs> on one issue, you know, even if it's crime. You know, yep. you ever, have you seen that meme and what they have going around where he's talking about this piece of this right here, this piece of crack cocaine? We were law that if you have this with you on your person, five years, <laughs> don't pass go, don't keep it. And then next to it is a picture of Hunter yeah. smoking crack, staring into the thing. You know, you go, these people don't, you know, they don't deserve protection. But well, who's, where's that guy? So you were wrong to make that, you know, the 94 crime bill that put so many people in jail for that stuff. But now you're going to go the exact opposite way. So politicians, career politicians drive me bananas. Because they, they don't ever do anything. We were never created to have career politicians. Should be someone who's worked in the business uh, community, done something like like our founding fathers. You're talking about our like founding, founding fathers. fathers yes. yeah. yeah, like them. 100. percent The idea that Congress was oops, I'm sorry about that. The idea that Congress was supposed to be this you know full time job. It wasn't that way. No, it wasn't. So it was reviled. It was like you know we'll meet a couple times a year. Right. Because you know we all have to make a living and raise our families and do our things and. But no, now it's become this... No, it's fame. You know, it's fame because the news has become a platform of media, entertainment. I mean, it's, that's what it is. I mean, you're not going to talk about the good stories. You're not going to talk about, the, you know, people with love and, and people helping other... No, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the bad stuff. It's what people want to see. And so then you, at some point, they create even more bad stuff out of the blue. Like, we'll just make it up as we go and then make sense out of it and hopefully you'll believe it. Well, guess what? People started believing that. So there you go. Now we have the power of the media and the power of the fake media. And then we have a president, President Trump, who said, you know what? Stop, you guys. You guys are a bunch of liars. And put them on the, put them on, uh, on the stage and go, these are the people who are making all these boo-boos and mistakes. And then, that, you know, and it got worse and worse and worse. Now they don't even want to debate. They don't want to talk about the serious issues, like you said, because... Beyond that, they, they want to shut you up. They want to shut you up. Opinion. No. There's no opinion. Social media. But because they don't make sense, if you tell them, for example, the, the, this president said, well, the, the country's doing great and the economy's doing great. I'm eating ice cream. Right. <laughs> he said the, the economy's strong as hell. <laughs> Come on, Dean. We gotta, we, 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 where are we living at? The economy's doing great. Everything is great. Everything is awesome. While he's eating ice cream. It's, it, there's well, a sense. You just said it, though. Remember that? Everything is awesome. <laughs> I mean, they might as well have been singing that right there. There's my new meme. I'm going to create that one right now. Yeah, please do. I want to see it. All around him, yes. I exactly. want to see it. But when you see that, and people are clapping, and people are clapping, and people are saying, uh, yeah, you know, I actually see people. Like you said, I, I don't see them much in Florida, but I've talked to people who are Democrats, and I had these conversations, and I said, <laughs> So what do you think about this? Or what do you think about this? Do you think he's doing uh, great for the European market or, you know, internationally or whatever? And they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, 
I guess they're lucky. I travel internationally. <laughs> I talk to the people internationally in other countries all the time. They don't feel that way. They, they laugh at us. And I've never seen that. I've seen it where they're like, I don't want to be Americans, but they quietly like all want to be Americans and want to live in America. I've seen a lot of that where they really, you yeah. know, they hate us because they ain't us, so to speak. Right. Um, but then uh, now it's turning. Now they're, they're, now they're turning and going like, you guys are, you guys are, you got, you're a joke. It's ridiculous. I mean, Joe Biden run your country. And they say it to me openly. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. I, I, I can't, I got, because there's nothing I can say to that because they're right. Yeah, you sense, he does, internationally and in foreign policy wise, we are not seen as strong on the world stage anymore. And that's insane. Well, how do you feel about, you know, I also talk about, you know, we have a union, guys, ladies and gentlemen. It's called Screen Actors Guilt. It's SAG oh, and AFTRA, okay? This is just. Sorry uh, about that. I, I want to talk about that because as the Democrats talk big about the unions, they're taking care of the American people. And I had these discussions with the SAG, all those people at SAG that, 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 that tell me, well, you know, you can't do these type of films, you know, non-union jobs. And says, you know, actually I can. I'm allowed to by FICOR. Actually, FICOR allows me, because I'm financial need, to do anything I need to do as an actor to keep surviving. And they told me, Screen Actors Guild told me to my face, no, you can't do that. That's against regulations, against the families, against, uh, you know, the this and that, where, where they have one of the biggest offices in, in Hollywood, where it's like three people. Uh, that's it. But, but these are the wrong people, though, because they make it seem like they're taking care of this whole thing where they really don't fight for the actors. They don't fight for anything. They actually, this is my, my contradiction with what they were saying about the COVID, is that when COVID started, people wanted to get shots. Okay, get, have the freedom to do that. You're my union, so you're, you're supposed to protect me. So if I don't want to get this shot, and but I can't work on your set, then I can't do it. You know, people were fired. People were, you know, and SAG did not do anything about it. Did not protect the ass. So if I, if my religion, if my thing, or what, and you're protected in California by law, by law, you can look it up. You know it better than anybody that if you are a Christian or whatever, you're, you're legally binded to that religion in so many ways. People are so well protected by the law because we have the greatest laws in the world. But SAG didn't follow that said, you know, you got a, uh, Disney wants to fire everybody who's not vaccinated today. Okay, go ahead. You're all fired. And that's what they did. They did it to the to police officers, did it to everybody. But for SAG, SAG, literally it felt like during COVID, SAG was fighting to keep us off, off set. Why? What do you think that? I, I don't know. I don't get it. The, you know, I had my own, I had our union call me up one day and say, we're bringing you up on charges or something. I mean, they called my agents. Charges. And he calls me up and goes, you're being brought up on charges for like, what? For what? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a police officer. I'm a sheriff's deputy. Charges? What do you mean charges? And they're like, well, because they said you did this thing. I went and did for free uh, a little tiny pop in this little movie, like a cameo appearance. The same day I was doing a visit to a children's hospital, so on and so forth, doing this for this small little ministry as a charitable thing. Right. But it wasn't a union film and whatever. I, I, I but they told me that it was a SAG. They, they would do the SAG low-budget minimum thing for me. And I just went in there and did it as a charity day. And this is what my, my, my union says I'm up on charges for. They call my agent. I was furious, so I picked up the phone, and I called the union. I go, hey, you're my union. Why don't you call me? Why do you call my agent and tell me I'm being brought up on charges? Charges. Guys, what, charges. What is it? So they said, you can come in and meet with this group. And blah, blah. I go, I'm not going to. You they did the same thing. That sounds to me that I'm going to yeah. be coming in to meet with a group of my peers who are going to judge me. You're not fit to judge me. You know, I'm out there doing charity work and you're going to bust me for doing charity work. Yeah. But for, for, you're supposed to be protecting me. Anyway, an hour and a half on the phone, you know, 
doing that in any kind of yeah because you're dealing with the most liberal people in the world like there's not exactly that yeah yeah how is that protecting their their how they're protecting me they're not protecting it's me. nonsense and, and dean also if i if i work for disney let's bring disney because they're the first one to start this whole mess so disney says to me i'm the star of a tv show so you got to be vaccinated okay okay I'll do exactly what you want me to do. That's what you want me to do. And then I get sick. All right? And I'm actually very, very sick. I, I get sick from this thing, right? Or whatever. Who's responsible? <laughs> well, it should be the Disney policy that makes it. It should be, but it isn't. But it isn't. So, and, and, and people call me, and now that I have this thing, people call me all the time, and they, you know, like from electricians, carpenters, I mean, you name it, in the industry, like, because they were fired. I mean, not just actors. Everybody who worked on the set... Sure. Got to get vaccinated today and got to get boosters. Whatever they tell me to do, I got to do it. But there's a lot of people who got affected and all kinds of things. And all kinds of things happening and they don't sleep the same way. They have all kinds of physical issues. The right leg shakes over here. I have headaches, migraines. I'm throwing up. Every, all kinds of stuff. And I don't want to scare you or, any, or anybody else. But who's responsible? We haven't even started to see the beginning of what's going to happen on that. There are going to be more lawsuits then you can shake a stick at the people who died, the myocarditis, all these things going through. It's going to be frightening. I got, I got shots. Um, then I got COVID. My son did the same thing and got COVID. Unfortunately, we were treated with, uh, with, um, we, we got the, um, um, we had ivermectin. Yeah, we had, I did uh, that too. The monoclonal antibodies. We yeah. had, um, all kinds of stuff. It was, and we were better within that four hour IV transfusion. We were 75% better right then and there. That's amazing. Um, I think that was life saving, you know, treatment. I think that I, I can't understand whatever happened. As we look back in history at this point in time and the stuff that happened, it's going to look insane. And people are going to go, how the insane. hell did that happen? But how you know, Dean, they're implementing the next laws, that especially this year and in two years from now, watch out two years from now, they want to mandate the vaccine, period. I mean, there's just period. The next vaccine, let's, let's stop calling it a vaccine. whatever it is, yeah, point, whatever. I don't want to scare people. Whatever that is, they want to mandate it where it's going to be one-shot deal. This is the new thing. It's going to be a one-shot deal that's going to cure it all, okay? And that's it. So you have to do it. You, you're not going to have a choice. You're not going to be able to go. Uh, it could happen to a movie theater. You can't enter unless you're vaccinated. You have the card. And it already happened in Europe, so you know that's already happened. It's okay. already happened here in a certain degree. Yeah. Right, the passports and all the green pass, and I couldn't see my family in Italy and all that mess. People, my cousin uh, had to leave the house in Rome to drive to Milan, so he had to get out of the house, uh, get tested, take the test to the police, show the test, oh, I can drive over here, then I can come back, then go back into the house, and I can't, I mean, stuff like that, all right? We're crazy stuff. So the next thing that they want to implement and if we don't win this, win this election, that's what it's going to be. The, the worst thing ever is they're going to implement that on children to go to school. They're doing it right now. The, CD, right. the CDC right. is having a meeting today or tomorrow or sometime the next yeah. week to say this is a required vaccination to attend school, play sports, do anything. That's insane because there's been no data that's out there. There's been no tri human trial. They, they, all the other times it's happened with a polio vaccination or – uh, mumps or rubella or whatever it happens to be. These things have all been tested up the yin yang for years, for years and years. And that's what they need to do before they do anything like this. Uh, if I had a child today, right now, and somebody told me I had to vaccinate my child with this mRNA vaccine, I would say, if you touch my child, I'm going to kill you. Right. And what this about all the pregnant happening. women? This is coming out right now, obviously, because <laughs> don't forget the last two years when we were forced or people were forced to take this vaccine, whatever you want to call it. Even pregnant women got vaccinated. 
And children are, are being born, thank God, the children are being born, but with effects, of, of being affected by this. And I always, who's responsible, people in Hollywood? Who's responsible, uh, the, the celebrities who are talking to big game, who, you know, they always go on the air, please be vaccinated, they always promote this and all Who's responsible for all these incidents that are happening too often? I mean, right now, on record, we have 30,000 people. The size of a stadium, an NFL football stadium, all those people you see there on a packed stadium on Sunday were affected by this COVID in one way or another and died or are still alive with some serious illness. So is that enough for you? I think one is enough. But so I think right now we live in a society, Dean, and you know it, that we have to speak out about common sense and just talk the truth and find solutions, uh, even though they might not like it. Don't you agree? I agree 100%. I think, I literally think we're going to look back at this period of time in history and say, wow, that was frightening. Um, didn't think it could possibly happen that we would do things like this, like your, like your cousin in Italy having to do all that stuff to go here and there. It's, it's, it's an authoritarian society. It's, it's against everything that the United States was founded upon. It's craziness, and I don't think that people will stand for it. But that's why I love having the Second Amendment so much. Right. You know, when Ukraine was you know, being invaded, what's the first thing they were doing? passing out, you know, uh, rifles at the local police stations because an armed populace is a very polite populace. And, that, you know, and people, you know, people, if you think, you know, you want to see polite, walk into a gun store. Everybody's polite. Everybody's and if they're not, polite. they're out of there. That's because right. everybody's armed. That's and right. And all the people who work at that gun store are armed. And so you're going to be very polite with them. And it's yes, sir, no, sir. And yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And it's... And when you're around guns, as you know, better than anybody, you have respect... For, for, for those things. We have respect for everything around and people around guns. And everybody who, anytime you actually discuss, you have a certain type of respect for what you're talking about. Because it's important to understand. The Second Amendment also protects the First Amendment. That's what it was built 100%. to do. Yes, that's why it's number one and number two. Because <laughs> they were so, smart. You know, yeah. <laughs> My friend, I, I, I think we had a great talk. Um, this is going to be amazing, and uh, listen, I, I, I appreciate you. Uh, I think we should do this more often. Just chat. It's a lovely thing, my friend. You know, I'll leave you with this, though. I remain an optimist. I do. I remain an optimist, and I think that we're going to be okay. I think things, the, the ship will be righted, and I think common sense will win the day. Maybe I'm completely naive, but it's... No, I want uh, to believe you. I want to believe you, and part of me agrees with you, very. Um, and I also know how hard the fight and, and, and the progress is going to have to be. It's not going to, you know, obviously it's, it's, a, it's a lot to climb. It's a lot. It's a lot of crap to climb. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. We have done it in the past. As a society in the world, we have conquered a lot of things and made a lot of things uh, overcome from darkness into the light. So at the end of the day, with God and, and positive thinking, um, we can get there. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, my friend. Perfect way to end it. Yeah, exactly. Leave it on a good note. I uh, can't wait to have you back. Have a great day, everybody. Have a great Dean. Uh, great day, Dean. And I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon, everybody, tomorrow. And if you want to you wanna say your last words, go ahead, Dean. Tell everybody where they can catch you or your um, Instagram oh, yeah, and all that stuff. I got movies out and things right now. I got a movie coming out October 21st called Paul's Promise. Nice. I got another movie right behind that that I wrote, produced, directed, starred in called Little Angels. We might There's some talk about changing the title. I don't want to. But uh, we'll see how that goes. Awesome. Um, and uh, I got about four movies to shoot to, to finish out this year. So it's a busy time. 
Uh, it's great. I got to do a lot more writing, a lot more things. So I'm, I'm, I'm as busy as I can be right now and uh, happy about it. So if people want to check it. out my Twitter, at Real Dean Kane on Twitter and Instagram, it's uh, at Deuces1966, the year of my birth. Love it, love it, love it. And we got to work together soon. We got to, we got to find something right. for us to work together so we can be on set together again. All right, guys, take care. Have a great day, everybody, and we'll see you later. Ciao.